Well, the motherfucking Podzilla of this shit. Whew. That's a thing. Is it? It has to be. It has to be. Podzilla. Right? Podzilla's got to be a thing, right? I'm looking at Podzilla. All right. Okay. Oh, it's like pods. It's a big, like, you know, pods? Like for moving stuff. Okay, yeah. Their biggest pod is called the Podzilla. Great. The Podzilla, though. Podzilla is a patented lift system used by pods. Okay. There's also a baseball player for the Chicago White Sox named Scott Podensink. Uh, his nickname is Podzilla. Mm. And Podzilla is also the resident monster truck of the Santa Pod Raceway. Oh, man. Podzilla. I wanted to get a... I was I, that was going to be my whole thing. I was going to I was going to say that, and I was going to immediately go buy a monster truck to advertise this podcast with. I find that's the best way to advertise anything is to put it on a monster truck. Yeah, worked I for mean, Goldberg. It worked for Goldberg. Uh, didn't work for Bigfoot. I haven't seen many photos of that guy since uh, his or his pizza or his pizza. Yeah, I hear he's in venture capital now. Pods uh, is on Twitter. Okay. If you haven't seen our Podzilla in action, take a look at this great video from Carl. Sunglasses emoji, heart eye emoji. Uh, four, what are they saying about Carl? Four likes. They want to get it on. They, uh, are they saying Carl can. Saying Carl looking like a snack with this I hear you. Podzilla in action. Oh. Podzilla.pro is available. Well, they put it on the thing and then. Whoa. Podzilla.com is not. What is. What, what's it? What. what Okay. What if I go to. If I go to Podzilla.com, what is that? They reply to, to Carl's video. Gasp. Just look at that beauty. It's a breathtaking experience to watch. Thank you for the, sharing with us, Carl. Talking about Carl? Yeah. Carl's a beauty. Hmm. And breathtaking. Okay. And it doesn't look like Podzilla.com resolves. Someone just registered it and they're squatting on it. Wait a second. That should be illegal. Pods on Twitter has a has a trend. Sheets and towels can also be used to wrap fragile items when you're moving. They True. have to be packed anyways, right? Hashtag pack hack. I think these motherfuckers are trying to go for me. Yeah. They know I love That's moving right. things in towels and sheets. They know you love a good pack hack. I'm clicking on the pack ha- hashtag and further exploring while you introduce the show. Hello, welcome to the goddamn show. Woo. <clears throat> We're here. If this is your first episode. We usually look at um, a different uh, moving uh, company's Twitter account. That's and right. Really get into the nitty gritty of their details. Last week we were going went deep on U-Haul and found it lacking. Personally, yeah. I thought that their their Twitter game just a, a little weak. Yeah. A little weak. But, uh, you know, they're one of the big names in the game, so I feel like they could turn it around any time. That's just one hire away from from having a Wendy's-esque social profile, which is to say, completely insufferable. <laughs> Hashtag pack-hack. Pack this is three women's t-shirts inside a quart-sized Ziploc bag. Whoa. <laughs> You're really getting out there. I uh, I bought some of those vacuum bags. Oh, the like you put a hose in there. Yeah, it's like a Ziploc bag <sighs> that you that you then fill full of whatever bullshit shirts that you're like Vacu I can't throw seal. these out, but um, but I'm not going to throw this Patrick Klepek hot dog shirt away, <laughs> uh, and uh, and and such, and uh, and then you yeah you hook up a vacuum hose to it and make it small. I those things are badass, man. It's so cool. That shit gets so small. I love those it's commercials. So dense. Uh, if you like smacked it on somebody's back would it hurt is it like that stiff just about oh, yeah yeah that's yeah. what i was hoping for 
It might not hurt a lot, but like it. But it, like it, it, more it, than like an hitting impact. them with just a t-shirt. Absolutely, yes. Oh yes, yes. Uh, and I took my, you know, my. We bought this big old long U-shaped pillow for my wife for when she was pregnant, and then also some breastfeeding time, and then she's just not using it anymore. And I was like, man, what the hell are we going to do with this gigantic thing? And then it, I, it hit upon me that I'm like, yo, I can suck all the air out of that thing. And it was so much fun stuffing that thing in that bag and then making it small. <laughs> I'm hooked on stu- stuffing things in bags and making them small. Tiny houses are very popular right now. There's a whole niche out there for downsizing. No, not me. I need, to, I need more room. No, I mean like just the fact of like taking a thing but making it smaller. Yeah, I, yeah. Need, I I'm gonna I'm gonna make all my things smaller so that I have more room in my home. But also, I need more room. Maybe if I got a fucking Podzilla in my driveway and filled it full of video games, then maybe I too could lose my video game collection uh, in an episode of Storage Wars or something. That'd be the dream, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be beautiful. Um, hi everybody we're here to take your questions we have a handful of ways that we can do that for the next uh, 45 minutes or so yeah we're, we're kick it we're gonna kick it so whatever's on your mind we want to hear about it um, in three ways uh, one uh, via voicemail this should be your last resort which is why I'm mentioning it first last resort uh, 707 exit flu it should be your first resort if it's 3am and you're in the drive through line exactly we want to hear from you at those moments we want to know your 3am thoughts your hashtag 3am thoughts careful how you spell that one yeah. out there uh, and uh, then, then we've also got uh, the chat where you can ask a question with a button at the top marked ask a question hashtag pack hack you'll never waste an ounce of peanut butter when it's sandwiched between two sticks of celery What if I just pack hack? Put it on a bread. You know, what if I just put it on a bread or put the knife in my damn mouth? Suck all the peanut butter off it. What the fuck? This is from Pods. Hashtag pack hack. Now that summer is over, cut your pool noodles into smaller pieces to perfect to protect picture frames while you move. Can you what? You cut them into smaller pieces. This tweet has cut no interactions. Into pieces. That's incredible. Zero, zero likes. Zero, is, yeah. zero retweets. Zero replies. Congratulations to Pods. Uh, everyone go out there and like that tweet. Make Please. someone feel confused. Um, Let's get these guys over four thousand. Oh wait, right. no. thirty-four hundred. Do not. That's more impressive. Do not do that. Um, and the final way over Discord. Uh, our Discord account name is at the top of the chat right now. Add us as a friend, I guess. And then you can uh, text the question. That's our screening process. You text the question. Ben can read it and go, this is garbage. I'm going to definitely put that one on the air. We yeah. want to hear from you. I tend to... Yeah, I like to say in this every few episodes, but um, don't uh, try and not send in questions that we've either talked about recently on the Bombcast or the After Show. You know, I like I like open-ended questions that uh, you think would make a decent conversation about. Sure. If you call in, uh, yes. If if the answer to your question is a yes or a no, mm-hmm. it's it's less. We're here to talk it up. It's the ideal call. Um, Pastor Richard says, "If you could own a team of any sport or racing, what would it be?" Slam ball. 
You know a slam ball team? Well, I think that'd be the most fun for me personally, but maybe not lucrative. Yeah. Like, if we're going, like, real honest, I'd say basketball team. Yeah. That seems fun. They've got a lot of games. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're high-paced, you know. Uh, it seems like there's money in basketball, so, like, yeah. owning a basketball team would be lucrative. I might get to meet Steve Ballmer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because he owns the Clippers, okay. I want to say. Yeah, probably. He's out there listening to Start Me Up on loop right now. Um, yes. I think basketball is a good answer. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I, yeah, basketball. I was going to say football, but I just fucking hate football so much. <laughs> I, I so don't give a shit, man. Basketball, at least I like watching the slam dunk competition. Yeah. So, can you own like a, you own a basketball team, but just stack it? Only, yeah, exactly. I want all dunks. All we, dunkers. We went 14 and 97 in regular season. If you have an outside shot, you can get outside of this locker room right fucking now. Motherfucker. That, um, that pod's tweet is up to six likes. Congratulations, Thank everyone. You, yeah. Um, uh, Ultimate Trainer asks, if you have to get up early for a thing, what would be... Uh, the time where you would say fuck it and just stay up instead like what's your line like it, if you have to do a thing at three in the morning are you staying up until three or are you going to bed and getting up like where's the line it depends how if the thing is like so like this happened recently where it was like uh we were doing a slow cooker recipe and mm-hmm. we were too late and we realized like oh we need to take this off the heat at like two yeah at that point i'll take a short nap because or i'll i'll stay up because you don't need to be like fully there. If it's something where I like need to wake up, do something important, right? I'll probably try and nap it out beforehand. If it's like after midnight, mm-hmm. um, but if it's something that I can just like wake up to at yeah, three, I think three would probably be my cutoff. Three is probably the line for me as well. Uh, but also, yeah, I don't know because like um, sometimes when I take a nap, I wake up all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess actually that's different because now, like, I'm literally waking up three times a night now. Like, I will, dude. Last night, I went to bed at seven thirty. Hell yeah, it was fucked up. Um, what time did you wake up? So, uh, what times did you wake yeah, up? Uh, ten thirty. Uh huh. Uh, three and four. At 4 a.m. this morning, the baby decided uh, that she was going to make a bunch of noise and flop around in the crib a bunch and have some fun. And it looked like fun. She's rolling around. She's getting crazy. And so uh, at that point, I got up and uh, around 5 or so, I got back to sleep. Like, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to get up, quiet you down, hang out. We're just going to hang out, have a nice hang sesh put you in this bassinet, roll you into my office and uh, where I've got a sleeping bag set up and we're just going to sleep in here instead of in the, the other room, which is much closer to the bedroom. That way my wife can get a little bit more sleep. Um, and I managed to get a little bit of sleep as well. I, I figured like, oh shit, I guess I'm waking up at four again, but I actually did get to sleep from like five to seven-ish. Um, still, I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> 
constantly. So I guess they actually I've gotten a lot better at waking up in the middle of the night and being like coherent and there, but only out of like a weird adrenaline thing. Like, okay, what are we doing? Yeah. All right, we gotta change this diaper. <sighs> okay, all right. We gotta do this, gotta do this. Oh shit. Uh, the cat group like, everywhere. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's like waking up to fly. Yeah. Like you'll wake up and you'll be like, okay, I need to be on a hundred percent right now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you like don't sleep well because you're sleepy and you're like yep. still thinking about it in yeah. your subconscious. And so yeah, you like all bad. wake up ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It's been months of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> that sounds awful. It's, you know, but hey, I mean, you hey, know, also lovely. whatever. Yeah. It, it's like, this will be a fun time that we look back on someday and go like, man, <laughs> Look at all these pictures of us being very tired <laughs> and this very happy baby. Um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it's fine. But I, but I am, I've been bad at napping. Maybe it'd be different now that I'm like ass tired all the time. But uh, uh, I traditionally am a very bad napper. I can't nap during the day. And when I do, I wake up like overheated, like weird, hot and confused like what is going on oh, i'm on fire oh god where am i mm. like it just it, it's terrible it's terrible i'm a. I love napping i i can pretty much consistently like as i'm falling asleep set a 45 minute timer on my phone mm-hmm. wake up feeling great yeah. um i'm definitely my, my partner is on the other end where if they all fall asleep they can nap for like three and a half hours in one yeah. go and i'm just like i would have died i would have died in my sleep mm-hmm. after one hour are you kidding me <laughs> um how do you feel about taking our first voice i would love to i would love to hear a voicemail the show well jeff i would love to first talk. voicemail of the show and here it is right about now hey jeff and ben it's brent from kansas city been catching up on the after show and you guys' conversation about eating 40 pizzas in 30 days got me thinking. So one of the things that might help if you were to take on this challenge, I know you might say this is a blasphemy to pizza, but what do you think about a cheeseless pizza? I think the biggest hurdle in eating that many pizzas in that amount of time is that you'll get sick of cheese. I love cheese. Cheese is one of my favorite foods. But it's really easy to get sick of it. You probably get really backed up if you ate all that freaking cheese. So, you know, why not throw in a cheeseless pizza in there every now and then, you know? You know, they don't have to get tomato sauce. Get, like, barbecue sauce or something. Like, barbecue and chicken? Sure. And that's basically just kind of like a flatbread at that point. Anyway, uh, yeah, food for thought. Thanks. Huh. Oh, indeed. Uh, I, I, yeah, I feel like he answered his own question by saying it's like a flatbread. Yeah, it's like a flatbread. It's not a fucking pizza. Also, I, I question the caller's love for cheese because I have eaten a lot of cheese, and I even yeah. at eating the most cheese, I've never been like, oh, I'm sick of cheese now. Yeah, never, never once. Uh, you could tell me like uh, if you got all 40 of those pizzas at once uh-huh. then the cheese would be like you'd reach a point where the cheese was literally inedible about four pizzas in yeah um but assuming you're getting like 40 fresh pizzas um 
Or like we said, like one is in the fridge overnight to, you know, kind of offset some of that. But if you're just like, these pizzas have been room temperature and they're sitting here like, oh, that's a nightmare. This is like glue. Yeah. Um, you know what I did yesterday? What? I uh, got it. One of those nice little cheap uh, Trader Joe's, like four cheese frozen pizzas. Trader Joe. Trader Joe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh and then drugs fried up a couple eggs and put that on top hang on you need to tell that story again i was too busy thinking about okay trader joe's what trader joe's four cheese pizzas you know those little like skin fill thin ones okay now pop in the oven for like eight minutes and then put some fried eggs on top of it and ate that and it was really fun that does really good good. that sounds all right that sounds all right it's because i was like i i want to eat breakfast but i feel bad about eating just a pizza for breakfast so i'm gonna put eggs on it yep add to it don't subtract. Yeah. Right. Add to it to feel better <laughs> and add eggs. I hear you. Um, Nom Tank says, would a double decker pizza count as two pizzas in the 40 for 30 challenge? No. I no. Don't, I don't think so. That's yeah, no. Have you ever been to mod? Yeah, uh, yes. I think there was one in Seattle. I went to, they do a double decker pizza how do they do it what is it is it uh is it just a double crust like type thing yeah it's like and i think it works well for them because you know that's kind of like the chipotle style you see all the ingredients in front of you and you're just like give me that and that and that so you can like you know build two pizzas that you do have to eat together but right you can make it work a little better than just piling like six toppings on one pizza you can do three and three make it a little more balanced I like the double crust style, the Chicago style, or or what I what is perceived to be Chicago style locally anyway, which I'm sure people from Chicago would not be that into. But the double crust that is sold by my local Chicago style pizza place is uh, it's a menace. It has to be stopped. It's like it is the pizza is so thick, it is so it is a nightmare, uh, and I like it. You can only really eat two pieces of it, and that's that's like. Me, I could eat two pieces of. Most people be like, "I'll have one piece of this and then never eat again." And I'm like, "No, let's keep it coming." Um. Uh, side side out side out side eye side out uh, says, "What about a Mexican pizza? Do those count?" No, the Taco Bell Mexican pizza does not count. No, absolutely not. When I was on keto, I would get the like low carb tortillas that were only like four nut grams of carbs and then coat that with a little tomato sauce and yeah. cheese just to have something that was yeah. close to pizza something that felt real and it was like it was like a pizza uncanny valley yeah, <laughs> it was just like, like the... this is too close to actual pizza but still far enough away that it makes me sad like you might as well be eating lunchables at that point like yeah. the lunchables pizza yeah which you know you could do worse you could and i have great um Speeder 7000 says, is a double-decker pizza a closed-face sandwich? No. no, mm. Like a calzone, maybe. Yes. Would be a closed-face sandwich. Or how about a sandwich? Yeah, just the the distinction open-face exists. Mm. We had a snack master when I was a kid. It's a sandwich. Uh, well, it's a, it's a, it's like a, not a panini thing. It, it makes little sandwich pockets. 
basically you make a sandwich and you put it in this thing and it's like a toastery type okay. thing and it cuts it into triangles and seals it all up and you have these like toasty pockets of hot food. Yeah. Like you kind of make your own hot pockets in a way. That sounds good. Out of, and you just, you're using like Wonder Bread, you know, just like doesn't some necessarily sound bread. like a snack to me. No, se. I don't think it, yeah, I think calling it the Snack Master when it, it held two full <laughs> pieces, like, like two full sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, in it was maybe a bit weird and you could make some pretty good little pizza pockets in there. You get some, you know, some mozzarella cheese, some tomato, you know, like a tomato sauce and some pepperoni and seal it all up in there. That'd be, that's a, I would have one of those right now, given the option. I would too. That sounds really good. I was thinking about what I'm going to get on my way home and I'm from my hit up the subway. Mm. (sighs) Hmm. I, I it's been a while since I've been to a subway since they closed the the beat off subway over here. Yeah, uh, they just have the other subway. Yeah, and the other other subway. Yeah, there's one over like that way, that way. and there's like the Jimmy John's over there. Is there a Jimmy John's? It's in the mall oh, by Montgomery it. Station. No thanks. Who has time for that? Uh, I I've never I Jimmy John's has been supremely underwhelming the yeah. handful of times I've eaten there. It used to be only in Seattle for PAX. That was the only Jimmy John's I ever came in contact with. And then a few more opened around here and people were like, Oh fuck, Jimmy John's and I like going like these are these it, sandwiches are hella pinner. First of all, these are tiny sandwiches. They sure made it fast. Yeah. Uh that's cool. That's cool. Um but uh, but yeah, not a fan. Uh, you got any more uh, voicemails over there? Mm, what if instead I told you I you're gonna had need a to turn? Being. Okay, you're gonna need to turn this up because if it's as loud as the voicemail was, I need more in my headphones. It was all the way, all the way there. I don't know how to do There's it. More a separate one for the headphones. I don't I think. know how to do it. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, hey guys, uh, Michael here from Melbourne, Australia. Hey, Michael. What's on your mind? Uh, so I played Control over the holiday break, uh, mainly because of how good the song from the Ashtray Maze is. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was playing it on the Xbox One, and there was definitely some times when that game was just like chugging, like really struggling to keep up for how good it looked. Um, and so I've got to assume that it's going to be even worse on uh, like the other consoles as well. So I guess I was really wanting to know, like, is is that okay for them to sort of push the graphics that far? But like at the cost of the game really just not being able to keep up with what their sort of artistic you know intentions are for it. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a it's a good question. I, I don't know where the like at some point like the hardware manufacturer has to step in and say, hey, this runs unacceptably. We're not going to approve it for release. That's so really the only like check or balance left is for you know Microsoft or Sony to be like, no, this doesn't. This is not performative enough to for for you to release. You have to you have to do a better job in in some way, um, and in that case, they didn't. I think that's something that you know, as we get closer to the end of this generation, you know, it's they don't care as much, probably in some sense, right? I mean, they they're they're not they're taking their eye like Microsoft and Sony maybe taking their eye off the ball a little bit on what gets approved and what doesn't as they kind of look forward and go like, okay, well. A, we've got the pro version of these consoles. That's the one we're really focused on. And then on top of that, we're thinking about PS5 stuff. So like, yeah, sure, put it out, whatever. Um, um, and so maybe you could have had a case where someone steps in and like demands that they they do more work to it. But that's a weird thing um, that uh, the platform holders are very reluctant to get into. Um, 
when it comes to like telling developers how they should make their game and how they should allocate the resources and how they should be using the platform and all that other stuff. They're a lot more hands on with it out of the gate because they're trying to sell the consoles and they're worried that like, um, Oh, well, if you put out a bunch of stuff that looks really bad early on, we're not going to, you know, we're going to look bad and not sell as many, like they've already sold them. So, um, that stuff's a little bit less of a, of a concern. Um, yeah, yeah, I kind of also wonder, especially if uh, Xbox does go ahead with more of the sort of like stepped out consoles, like where they've said that uh, games will run on the Xbox One X or the Xbox One and the Xbox Series X going forward. Like at what point do they have to start saying, okay, well, these games won't run on the Xbox One, it'll only run on the Xbox One X. And then obviously, if they say uh, release more consoles down the track as well, do they have to start stepping out what does work on what? another question exactly yeah i I think they absolutely will you you will see like that stuff sort of phase out um maybe slowly um yeah thanks a lot for your call i I think the 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 yeah i think you'll see that exact thing almost like you see with phone like firmware revisions and stuff like that like you know you'll see a um a patch for an app that says hey by the way this is the last version of this that supports ios 9 um so if you're on iOS 9, you're not going to see any further updates. You could see a situation where you get to a point where you're like, okay, this game, um, we're cutting out the base model Xbox One. Uh, we're going to let it run on the Xbox One X, but not the original. It just doesn't run well enough. There's no point. Uh, you know, it, it's be like it'd, it'd be too bad of an experience and, and we're not going to sell it to, to them. Uh, and then you could see that eventually bump up to where like, okay, we're not going to make this for the X anymore. But that, I feel like at, at the end of the day, like that's kind of some of that is, is uh, you know, what third parties want to do. And you could see a situation where third parties are still just making two separate versions of the game for a while, like they would in a, in a traditional cycle, you know. Um, and because the, the whole like, hey, these games are going to run on the old platform too. Like that's just Microsoft saying that. That's that's Microsoft Game Studios saying our games will do that. Uh, so they're choosing to to take that task on um, for X amount of time. But I, I wouldn't even be surprised if they, they taper off in, the, in a similar way. Uh, you know what? Actually, I bet they taper off all at once now that I think about it. Like it, it's – it'd be – probably possible for there to be some borderline games where they're like okay this one's not going to run on the original base model but it will run on the x but that's such a confusing thing that kind of makes it look a little weird that they might as well just have a hard cut and say no you're going to need uh the next generation of consoles to play these games it probably just makes way more sense um or and is easier to convey to consumers than to to have an elaborate chart or something um but yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any guarantee that third-party games will be uh, cross-generational uh, in a in a meaningful way. You'll have some backwards compatibility stuff and and some situations where, like, yeah, it, it'll get murky as to who supports what and how they support it because, like, okay, if they're backwards compatible, could you theoretically have a situation where, like, oh, I'm running the PS4 version of this game on a PS5 because I didn't buy the PS5 version of it, um, but I can buy the PS5 version of it and all my stuff transfers in or, or, or something like that you know there's, there's a lot of weird situations like that that like some of it is like you know it's 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 well-worn territory with how they've done the cutoffs before and how the the backwards compatibility has worked on let's say the playstation 2 um, where it would run ps1 games like sure you could you could run the ps1 version of tony hawk 4 on a on a ps2 but why would you um but it gets a little murkier around like 
digital versions of games and what do they charge you for and when do they charge you a discounted rate if you own a digital ps4 game that you want to upgrade to the ps5 version i'm sure they would love to hit you up for an extra bit of money on that front will sony allow developers or third-party publishers to do that will they force them into a situation where it's like oh if you have a ps5 version of this game you are upgrading everyone to that version for zero additional money they could try to make that a, a a point they could try to to ease that for consumers um but i would assume there would be at least a little bit of pushback out of third-party developers if that if that was the if that was what got forced on them and you might see a situation where like oh well now i'm i the third-party publisher maybe i'm not as incentivized to do a ps5 version of this game right if um if I can't charge any money for it or, uh, you know, depending on the kind of game, like maybe you've got a free to play game. It's a live game. It's going to have updates and cosmetics for years to come. Then you're looking at it going like, well, I have to do this work because I have to make sure that this is something that people are still interested in and continuing to play um, across generations. They're going to want their stuff to come with them. They're going to want their destiny stuff to come with them, whatever it is. Um, But if you're selling a $60 game and then it's like, okay, well, you can't, um, you know, you, you sold it last year or you're selling it this year and it's still going to be viable. Maybe there's still, you know, maybe there's still Borderlands three DLC coming out next year. In fact, there almost certainly will be. Um, then you have a situation where you're like, okay, uh, do we charge a PS five upgrade fee for like a, an eventual PlayStation five version of Borderlands three, or do they even do one? Maybe there's not enough money in it for them to do it. Maybe they get enough of a, little performance bump by just using whatever backwards compatibility stuff is in place that in that situation they're like hey you know yeah of course you can still buy borderlands 3 on a playstation 5 but you will be getting a ps4 game um and maybe they're happy with that i I think you'll it's a situation where different developers in different situations could come down on a billion different sides of that issue um so unless the platform holders get in and mandate a specific course of action um i think you'll see a lot of other just a lot of different approaches to it um it's a it's a lot it's 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 like one of those things that once it's solved it'll never seem like a lot ever again but right now i bet that that's like either something they have figured out and now they're selling to third parties is like, here's the way we're going to do it. And then talking, you know, or they probably actually met with third parties to say, Hey, what do you want to do? What do we think we can do? What can we, you know, they're not going to force third parties. Generally, they, they want to maintain those relationships in such a way that they don't just come in and, and here's the mandate. You'll do this except in, you know, pretty extreme cases. Like the idea of like, um, like Sony mandated that you cannot sell, a patch for your ps4 game to make it run better on a pro huh they said that is not something you can charge money for right so you know no one did i mean that's cool Uh, that there's you know those top level yeah ideas because you know it comes from like them having meetings of being like okay how do we avoid the reputation that you know we're charging for the good experience or whatever because it seems like they earnestly don't want that to be the scenario right yeah it's not in their best interest to look like they're trying to nickel and dime people every step of the way so maybe that's a a similar reason to where you could say hey your digital purchases will work cross-gen you will never get a upgrade fee 
Um, but then you've got a situation where like, okay, why would, why would developers in certain situations ever do the work to make, uh, a, a PS5 version of their game and just rely on the backwards compatibility stuff instead? There were probably games. It's probably a non-zero number, but I can't imagine it's that many, but there were probably some games, uh, this generation that didn't get a PS4 pro patch that if a developer was able to attach some amount of dollars to it. Uh, directly and not as a knock-on effect of like, oh, well, we did the work and then more people bought the game, um, that maybe you would have seen a few more pro patches out there if they could, say, charge five, ten bucks for it or something like that. I think that would have been a nightmare. I think that would have been absolutely the wrong way to go. Um, but I wonder, like, that there's probably at least one developer that was in that situation where they're like, man, if we could, if we could charge for this, we would definitely, we would definitely do the work, but eh. Dr. Flammable asks, do you think we'll see developers bring retired servers back up for backwards compatibility games like Demon's Souls on PS5? No. I, I, I'm i going to say generally no. Yeah, generally no. Uh, those that got shut off for a reason. Like the, just the, the, the idea of, hey, backwards compatibility exists is not something, generally speaking, that's going to bring people back to a game. Um, if it works across the board, like every game, if, if every game works, right, that's not interesting. Uh, you had a, a rare situation this time around when, uh, black ops became backwards compatible on the Xbox one where suddenly there was, uh, you know, and, and call of duty was in a, a, a weaker state at, in that time frame. let's say, um, they've had a, a strong couple of years recently, um, but at that time, you know, th- that was enough to like get Black Ops back up into the NPDs for like monthly sales because people were like, oh, fuck, like I should get Black Ops or, or I can go out and buy a copy of Black Ops or I can download I can pay for and download a copy of Black Ops. And suddenly like that scene kind of revived in a weird way. But those servers were always up. They didn't they didn't take them down or, or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> so it's a. Uh, it's a somewhat different situation, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't see, I, I don't, I don't see a lot of great reasons to, to bring servers back up because they, they got shut off for a reason generally, you know, just the, the release of the PS5 is not, would not bring a ton of people back to demon souls unless they decided to make a new demon souls and sell it and do a remaster or whatever. And in that case, then you would have totally separate servers that would of course be on and, and all that other stuff. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Solid. Which they're they're doing right. I. That's the rumor. That that was that. I rumor. couldn't remember if that was real or a yeah, rumor. Yeah, that was that was that rumor, and and there's been like loose talk about like a Demon Souls remaster for kind of a while now, um, but nothing nothing that I think has come from like a pretty defined place. We talked about it with those uh, PS5 leaks last week, which increasingly the idea of a uh, of a um, event on february 5th like the logistics of that mean that like invites would have have to have gone out like you know sony's not crazy if they're inviting press to an event in new york uh they need to invite people um and i don't think that's happened i don't think that's happened maybe no (laughs) i I have i haven't been invited well if ben hasn't been invited it's not happened um Aaron Nautical says, I recently put together a mister and I'm trying to figure out the best way to play with it. Do you have your, if you, all right, if you want to play with your mister, here's what you do. Close the blinds. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Uh, do, do you have yours hooked up to the computer monitor, a TV, or through some kind of captured device? Mine is currently going into my uh, 4K capture card and out the other end back to my television. But uh, I, I don't actually capture from it all that often. Uh, that's just how I have it hooked up. I uh, I specifically was interested in the Mister originally because it had HDMI out. Uh, the previous project that um, uh, you know the Mist project did not have HDMI out, and I was looking at that and going like that'd be cool. It's like, uh, but I have to get a scan converter. I have to do all this stuff. Blah 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 blah. And that was enough to make me not ever invest in a Mist back in the day. Um, so the the mister half the appeal for me was that I could just hook it up to a TV in a normal way. Um, <clears throat> that said, it does look pretty nice on like Peter's got one uh, that he had hooked up to a, a PVM out there. And I was like, man, that looks nice. Um, but yeah, I, I hooked mine up to my old uh, like CRT computer monitor for half an hour and was like, man, this takes up too much desk space. I just don't want to do it. <clears throat> so I put that back on the garage and uh, and have not looked back. Um, that thing has gotten a lot of arcade games recently. Really? Yeah. Tron is now playable. Discs of Tron, I believe, uh, is playable as of this morning. Um, yeah, the Journey game? Journey also. Yeah. yeah like the, that's all. The all, best version of Tron. Yeah. All that Midway hardware, like Tapper, Timber, domino man satan's hollow yeah yeah. uh demolition derby sarge rampage like a lot of those (laughs) a lot of that era of midway arcade stuff is uh is is up and running there now it's pretty cool pretty cool um burfunkel says was listening to the podcast live earlier today and heard you talk about the new coke energy I stopped out a couple hours to go shopping and saw the stuff in my local Aldi's. I was tempted to buy the stuff, but the thought of drinking Raid stopped me. Yeah, I was not a fan. <laughs> I drank that whole thing because, well, you know, what you can do. But uh, it's it's kind of gross. It's kind of kind of ass. I don't know. I would. I'm I'm not looking to buy another one. Uh, but if they had one that was a different flavor, I might be. Cons- I might consider trying it. I guess I would say. How you doing down there? I'm doing good. I'm just over here chilling, thinking about Subway still. Yeah. You know, as you do. Sure. But uh, instead of all that, how about I play you a voicemail so I can think about a different kind of food. Hello, 3AM boys. Uh, My name is Al, and I have a question for you. And my question is, if you had to live on a desert island for one year, and you could only eat, you were only allowed to bring an unlimited amount of one canned item, what would it be? It has, like, magic powers, so you you don't need vitamins or anything. So it's not like a, oh, pick the most balanced one. It's not it's not a trick question. It's just, like, you have to eat it out of a can. Oh, but you don't have any utensils, and also, like, you can't warm it up. So you're just going to have to live with it. Uh, what, what would it be? One I can't, I can't warm it up. Food. You can't warm it up. I was with. I was with them. I was like pretty locked in until I got to that part. I feel like I could start a fire on a desert island nope. and put the can over. It's it. all, all the woods wet. Fuck. You don't have any lint. Then that's a terrible scenario. I, well, you know, my answer might not be any different. 
as disgusting as it would be. Chef Boyardee. Uh, I was going to say SpaghettiOs with meatballs. <laughs> I was trying to think, like, <clears throat> the canned food I've definitely eaten the most of is probably chili. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't want that. <laughs> I would. I would. Just live like that for a year, man. Oh. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, no one else is on the island with you i know one but assume you're there experience the limits of yourself canned food so i can't say soup right it would have to be a specific flavor of soup i imagine yeah yeah i know like initially i was thinking like a nice hearty chicken noodle soup yeah something with chicken and veggies something that has like uh, a little bit of variance in it so yeah. i could like, be like i'm picking out all the carrots this week <laughs> yay yeah. Then next week, I'm going to eat all these carrots I piled up Yay. and left out in the sun to dry. Because um, you can do that, right? Mm, no. Fuck. It disappears overnight. The, the wolves come and eat it. <sighs> yeah, it's rough. Cold. It's got to be cold, man. Or at least room temperature. Shit, like, what are we even working with in terms of canned food? Well, I feel like you could open the can and, like, let it sit for a little bit. If it's a if it's a desert island, it's going to be pretty hot. The sun's going to be shining on it. You could at least get some sun on that thing and heat it up maybe a little bit. I googled best canned food. Popular on the web. Soup, anchovies, spam, corn. Mm, corn. Could you, because you'll have all these cans laying around, right? Mm-hmm. Could I cut them open in such a way that, like, you know, you can like kind of cook cook a hot dog in a, on a hot day with tin with uh with like aluminum foil. You put it on you yeah. kinda, in, a, in a coat hanger. You put it on a spit, and basically, like the the sunlight reflected on it is going to heat it up. Uh-huh. You could get all those cans. You could cut enough of them in such a way that maybe you could build some kind of uh, ideal kind of heating dish. No, the wolves come take it away. Fuck. Uh, my answer why, is... Why wouldn't I eat the wolves? Why wouldn't I set this out as try and bait eat the wolves? The wolves? <laughs> Good Don't help me help the bear! You know what I mean? I choose Amy's uh, Organic Soups Lentil Vegetable. Low sodium. Mm. I think a hearty stew is the way to go. Even, yeah, even that's cold. Probably, it's, yeah, okay. like a... Oh, chicken and dumplings is a good suggestion. Oh, chicken from and chat. dumplings would be yeah. That's 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 not bad. That's not a bad one. Yeah, like just a uh, just a hearty beef stew. Mm-hmm. is probably mm-hmm. the actual right answer. Mm-mm, love me some room temp beef stew. Yeah, why not? That's I think they ah. write that on the can. Room temperature beef stew. Yeah, why not? Um. Oh yeah, uh, Shiyamoto, uh, Shiyamiro says mac and cheese for me. Yeah, you know, you get canned mac and cheese. I feel like I've never seen it in a can. Hmm. Yeah, maybe you're right. Oh, sure enough, Chef Boyardee makes a mac and cheese. I bet it's the best. It costs a dollar a can, Great. so you know it's got to be good. Yeah, maybe not. Got to be maybe, gotta cool. Room, room temperature macaroni and cheese seems like it would be not great. Ooh, Vienna sausages. That's my real answer. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, I might still stick with SpaghettiOs with meatballs. It's like The room temperature sounds nasty, but... It's like drinking a V8, but with pasta in it. Oh, I'd do that. Yeah. 
I would do that. Yeah. Should have had a V8 with pasta in it. They say. Yeah, that's uh, again written right on the can. Um. Gosh. Uh, Poke Egg asks, uh, with PAX Australia having just announced their dates for this year, are there any plans to head down this way? No. No. Uh, not currently. It's not something... I don't even know when this is the first I've heard of their dates, but it's uh, it generally just is, is such a bad uh, time frame. Um, October 11th through the 13th this year. It'd be fun. Uh, it's just a, it's a it's a hard flight uh, at a at a busy time of the year, so it's 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 always uh, kind of a hard one to do. Um, we're not going to PAX East this year. That's like coming up pretty soon, and, uh, and we're not going to do that this time. We're chilling. Yeah, I want to go. I want to try to make it back to Seattle this year. I didn't yeah. go there last year. Me neither. Um, so I think that's maybe when we kind of. Head back to PAX um, a little later this year or something, but um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, that's also something I'm not going to think about until like the summertime or something. So, so yeah. Um, hmm. Oh yeah, Stephen Wallaby says, "How about you cheat and get an unlimited number of those self-heating cans?" You cannot heat the food. The wolves will stop you. Damn it. These are some smart wolves. Yeah, they control the island. They got you here. And they're the ones bringing the unlimited supply of food to the you. wolves control the island? Yeah, it's Wolf Island. They, and they bring the food. Mm-hmm. Can you I, don't get like a full... You don't start with it. You crash land there. And the wolves just kind of like... you. You. He said okay. it was a magic can. Yeah. I assume that means I could eat as much of it or, or as little of it as I wanted to. You can. You just ask the wolves for more. Okay. I guess that is pretty magical. Uh, wolves more. This is his eighth can today. Yeah, I would just start bathing it. I just start like you just get weird with it. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, what if I could? hmm. You know, I could take a spaghettios with meatballs. I could pour it in the ocean, and then fish would come to try to eat it, and then I could try to. And the wolves would eat the the fish. fish. Damn it. It's fucking wolves, man. <laughs> hey, don't blame me. Blame the caller. He lit, he sent an additional text message with all these wolf wolf man, rules. We've only gotten into like the first third of it. All right. Well, if it's in the wolf rules, then I don't really know what to do. Wolf uh, rules. Just right. Uh, the only wolf rules are that wolf rules. Oh, you got another like voicemail or Fox. a call or something for you guys? Wolf from yeah. Star Fox. Yeah. Star Wolf. Yeah, he rules. Uh, hey, so it's like 4 a.m. here, I think, and I can't stop thinking about arcades. So my question is, what was the thing that you guys spent your tickets on? Because I know I would always get, like, one of those sticky hands that would get full of hair. And then I would usually, like, spend the rest on Skittles or something like that. And there was, like, little plastic spiders and shit. And also, if you could... If you could include something new to put in the ticket counter, what would you put? Thank you. Good night. A can of Amy's organic soup, lentil, low sodium. An iPod Nano. (laughs) 
feel like there was always like some item yes. in one of those movies that was like the like fancy, but somehow one generation too old. Right. A PS3. Yeah. Like, oh, hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. This uh, I'd go for like a spider rings. Usually I wasn't, I, I didn't have enough tickets to get anything of value. No, the one time, yeah, you know, you save up for like one decent thing. And then I feel like you'd always be left with like 20 to 30 tickets that you need to just like. Yep, give me some sweet tarts. Okay, I guess. six skeleton men, two sweet tarts, a snap blurry slit. Yeah. Some vampire things. I remember getting a slinky that I really liked for mm. a really long time yeah. from an arcade. That's cool. Uh, toys mostly. I would try and get like a nice like low level toy. Yeah. Something that I could put my hands on rather than something I could eat. Yeah. Yeah. Something that's going to last would be nice. Um yeah. Now it's I went to a arcade in Santa Cruz not too long ago and on the beach boardwalk. Slightly off oh, the beach boardwalk. Wow. Okay. Um they had a they had a oh fuck, what's the name of that game? Not Bishibashi. God. It's the one where it's like um uh something park, harmful park. Uh panic panic park. Pa- panic park, yeah. Uh anyways half and this is not an exaggeration of the items in the prize zone were Funko. Uh, <laughs> that sucks. That really sucks. Yeah. Uh, Brinty in the chat asks, uh, what drink will you have on Wolf Island? All the water is clearly poisoned and they refuse to give you bottled water. Yeah, I guess we haven't really talked sun-kissed. about it. Sun Oh, okay. Is that, is that you part of You either get Sun Kissed or Sprite. Can I can I choose like can I get yeah, both? Yeah. Like well, no, you can't get both per so day. At the beginning I got a oh yeah. per day you I wake get, up. it could be a sun kissed day or a sprite day. Yeah. That's great, man. I'm fucking loving it. I wouldn't want to have a year of sun kiss. Right. Because orange soda makes me poop. <laughs> um But it's magical. Yeah. yeah also you're it, by yourself, you can do whatever yeah, you want. That's fair enough. Um Can I get like a sprite zero? Can I get, can I get like sprite zero? Let me ask the wolves. The wolves say once a month you can get a Sprite Zero. All right. Now might as well just go with regular Sprite then. Um, yeah, that sounds pretty ideal. Yeah. It's not bad. They're like, we, uh, I mean, like, and that's just because of what you chose. They usually pick two drinks that pair decently well with the food you've chosen. Oh, okay. It's alternate. All right. Yeah. Them. So like SpaghettiOs and meatballs. Yeah. You either want a Sunkist. Like a, like a, like a citrusy. Yeah. That checks out. Yeah. Absolutely. Of course. Probably. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Um, great. It is great. Yeah. We like to have fun here. I do. I don't, uh, but you know, but I end up having fun anyway at my own expense. Uh, Bill McNeil says, what's the best thing to get at a seven 11? Ooh, Slurpee. Uh, I haven't had one in a long time though. Yeah. It's, I feel like you always run out of Slurpee juice before you run out of ice. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just a sad state of affairs. I like, I like their taquitos, man. I like the mini tacos. Sonic I think, loves. I think the, the 7-Eleven mini tacos are better than the Jack in the Box tiny Ooh. tacos. Ooh. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. pretty damning for hey. Jack in the Box. Hey. I, I, yeah. I'm not saying I disagree. I haven't had the Jack in the Box tacos one. Ta- de- de- Jack and Mini Mad Taco bo- mm-hmm. Box. Jack Mini Mad Tacos. Mm-hmm. Super Bomb Bad Racing tacos. Uh, they're everywhere. Um, I used to like their nachos a whole lot. 
Oh yeah, I used to. That was when I was in high school. We would walk to the Seven Eleven, and I would get nachos for lunch. Especially when they would get like you let them sit in there long enough, and the chips like become one with the sauce, yeah. and you just eat the whole thing with a fork. Yep, yeah. definitely, absolutely. And then and then feel bad and and use that as justification to not go back to school. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, <laughs> oh, you know what? How about I, instead I just fail Spanish? That's way better than uh, going back. Uh, to school after lunch and going to fifth and sixth period who would do that um uh i have one final question here uh what flavor vape cartridge would you have on wolf island wolf piss well Well, it works out because i don't vape so i wouldn't i don't think i would want to i feel like after long enough you would just the The temptation the sheer like i it might get you high. There's no promise that vaping wolf spits will get you high, but uh-huh. like after, I don't know, 30 days. I feel like there's a certain like vision quest of, you know, being on an island for a year. Like, uh, you know, your brain will fill in the gaps with weird shit anyway, wolf piss or not. So I'd probably just still avoid the wolf piss. I probably, oh, I'd try it on the second day. <laughs> Day two, you're going. Yeah, like, all right. <laughs> I'm here. I mean, I've already had a sprite. Nine Yeah, he says Sonic did nine eleven at one point in the song. Weird. You know, you'd think that that'd be something they would not want in there, but hey, you know, the truth is the truth. You see the music video with the 8-bit whiz? Yeah. I don't think it's a very good. No, it's not. Uh, I don't think I don't think any part of this is very good. Also, like parts of this track feel like it was written off a Wikipedia page. Oh, you mean the part where it's like, you'll be my knuckles. Yeah, best friend named Tails. Specifically was the line that put me over the edge. I was like, man. Fuck you guys. It's better than well. It fits the movie better than um, that Coolio track. Slow down, Gangsters Paradise. Yeah. So that's something. That's something. This track makes me. I I hate it so much. So it's. I don't. You know what? No, I don't. Hate is a strong word. It's bad. Bye, everybody. Bye.